Hey, y'all. You're listening to How I Got Here with Drina Whitfield, the podcast that dives deep into the unique journeys of some of the dopest entrepreneurs, business leaders, and personalities I know. I'm your host, Drina Whitfield. I created this podcast to have real, honest conversations about the ups and downs of entrepreneurship. Grab your notebook, sit back, relax, and catch these gems. On our first episode, we talked with Jewel Bush, who has a long history of working with organizations to develop and shift narratives through communications work. I met Jewel through her role as the Chief of External Affairs of Girl Trek, which is the largest health movement and nonprofit for Black women and girls in the country. It's honestly a phenomenal organization and the work that they've been able to do, evident through the work of Jewel, has been truly amazing. And one thing that I took away from my conversation with Jewel is the importance of prioritizing your own self-care along the way of your life journey, which for me, honestly, has not been something that I've been an avid practitioner of. For years, I was so caught up in the grind and the hustle of trying to build with PR that self-care was non-existent. PR can be a thankless industry, and it took me some time to truly comprehend that without taking things personally. But I, I think going through those moments also truly helped me develop thick skin and learn to prioritize myself as much as I prioritize the needs of my clients. I mean, when I first started with PR, I was working full-time in the city. I had quit my job just because I wasn't happy. And I felt like I was onto something. I felt like I had some clients locked in that could help me start my business. So one day I went in, gave my notice and launched my company. The clients that I had been in talks with ended up not being realistic. So they they ultimately did not sign on as clients. So I didn't have no clients. And so really I didn't have a business. So I had to go work in retail and I was working at J. Crew full time. And my shifts would range from 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. or 12 p.m. to 8 p.m. And it was a pretty, you know, busy job just because of the retail location that I worked at. And so while I was there, I was also trying to figure out ways to work on the on with PR during the day and also build it, burning the midnight midnight oil at night. And so it wasn't the healthiest lifestyle. I wasn't eating the healthiest. I wasn't truly living a healthy lifestyle from physical activity, like working out. And my own personal needs were literally at the bottom of my list. When I got to the moment where I was able to work on with PR full time, my personal needs and self-care was even knocked down a full a, a few more notches on the totem pole underneath the needs of my clients. Because they became they came before mine. I mean, I ate when they ate, I drank coffee when they drank coffee. If they needed anything, I made myself available. I put in that work. But it was also at the expense of my sanity my health, and, you know, my self-worth. I mean, I knew I was doing some dope things and achieving some major wins for clients. But like I said, PR can be thankless and it can be draining, especially if you don't have boundaries in place. And because I was so hungry to build this company that I had dreamt of, those boundaries were non-existent. 
I would take calls before 9 a.m., after 7 p.m., or even as late as 9 p.m. I'd hustle to meet unrealistic client expectations. I'd travel to and from the city and shift anything personal around that was already on my calendar. I'm talking doctor's appointment, dentist appointments, date nights, anything personally related to me. They moved if a client needed me because the success of the client and the sex success of that client as a client of WIPR was top priority for me. If you couple like on top of that, I was barely making it by because I was not charging what I was worth. I think my self-care was also put on for even further back on the back burner in the beginning because I was so hell-bent on proving to myself and to the naysayers that I could do this that I could build this company, that I didn't quit my job just, you know, naively. And if you couple that with the fact that there's so much rejection in this industry from potential clients, from potential partners, and the media through pitching our clients, and they're like, nah, we don't got the bandwidth or whatever, it can be hard to not take those things personally. And I'm going to keep it real. I really struggled with that early on because... And I think that's because I wasn't prioritizing myself or setting boundaries. So if you think about it, it's in the beginning. Who crossed those non-existent boundaries? Like curse you out, give you the silent treatment, talk down. I was dealing with a lot of rejection just because of the type of industry we are we worked in. I was working crazy a crazy amount of hours around the you type of clients that it was hard for me to not take those things personally. And also because with PR is my baby, so I would just clock. I was barely making any money and charging what was what I was worth, even though I was producing results. So if you grin and bear it, take those things on the chin, because I had this dream of building a successful in- industry. Marry those three things, my self care was already out the window. And you know, honestly, I also had a lot of mean clients. And you know, if you're not in the PR industry or in a client services-based industry, it's hard for you to fully understand the mental and physical toll it can take on you. And it wasn't truly until I became pregnant with my first child that I was forced to slow down, truly prioritize Drina, and see that, you know what, Drina, shit could wait. None of that's important right now. It can all wait. And I think that's something that a lot of entrepreneurs grapple with. We often don't, won't slow down until life slows us down or even knocks us down. If you're working as a solopreneur, meaning you're the CEO, the CFO, the HR manager, the develop, business development manager, the executive assistant, you're wearing a lot of hats. So you're juggling a lot of projects. You're, you're managing multiple things at once that I'm sure your self-care is shot. But you have to prioritize yourself. So like you, I was not prioritizing my self-care. Granted, I'm still not the best at it, but I I think we all need moments where we need to figure out what works best for us. And I'm not talking about, you know, self-care, meaning like, oh, let me go for a spa day. Let me go for a facial. Let me go lay at the beach or let me go on vacation. Let me, those things are all fabulous. Trust me, because I love them. I do all of them when I can, but I'm really talking about things that can help center you and make sure you're present in your life on a day-to-day basis. So for me, I've been able to make a shift, and this is with the help of a lot of people, but also, like I said, me becoming a mother also helped 
you know, shift this focus for me. And like I set my phone on do not disturb for certain hours. I set timers for apps that, you know, where I reach a certain limit. So maybe I'm only allowed to be on social media networks for two hours a day max. I also took a social media fast for the month of December into January just because social can be extremely distracting. It also provides a distorted reality of life. And if you're in this industry, you're always on social. People post what they want to post. They want to post the positive things and not real life. And sometimes you just need a break from that. And so I did a break from December to January and it allowed me to refocus, be more present for my family, do things that I've been, you know, putting off doing. Like I have a ton of books in my home office that I purchased. And I'm always like, yeah, I want to read this. This is going to be exciting. And I never have the time to do it. So me taking that fast allowed me to do that, allowed me to read some the books that I've wanted to read, which ultimately helped me focus more professionally and personally and allowed me to get into a new, uh, you know, an elevated mindset coming into the new year, which, you know, is always helpful. But I think for a lot of entrepreneurs, you need to figure out what you can do as your own form of self-care to really help you just get out of like the the day-to-day hustle and grind and be present and focus on yourself, your health, because you do not do those things. You're not going to be helpful to anyone. And like I said, granted, I'm not the best. I think I the fact that me becoming pregnant helped me reshift my focus. But once I also learned to let things go, to not take things personally and to take them as they are, I also was finally able to build out a team. I have a team of dope Black women that work with me and I've been able to rely on them and not micromanage them. I've also really made the conscious effort to not work on projects that aren't aligned with my mission and vision of why I started with PR. Once I did all of those things, with PR truly began to flourish and grow and truly become the dream that the agency that I dreamt of in my one bedroom apartment. We're, we're definitely on our way. And I think for me personally, by prioritizing my self-care and things I won't do and things I will do, things I want to focus on has truly helped me grow. And so I think all of us need to prioritize our self-care. I know it's such a cliche thing to say, but once you really, really focus on what makes you happy, what makes you feel, you know, more grounded, you'll truly be able to grow in all aspects of your life. So consider that. 